Hello and welcome to Cannabis Grand Rounds, a production by physicians with advanced degrees in cannabis medicine. Your hosts, Dr. Lee Van Oker, Dr. Les Matthews, and Dr. Hal Altman, will offer unbiased medical cannabis education for healthcare providers and the motivated public. Our content is selected with the objective to fully explore cannabis as science and medicine and pledges to reflect current cannabis knowledge with no hidden agenda nor sponsorships. Hi, welcome back to Cannabis Grand Rounds. I'm here again with a frequent guest, Dr. Tiffany Buckley. She's a board-certified pharmacotherapy specialist and a board-certified psychiatric pharmacist. And uh, thank you for being on again, Dr. Buckley. It's nice to have you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be back again. Well, today I wanted to talk a little bit about the clinical evidence and the data around use of cannabis for insomnia. A lot of patients come to me, and I'm sure they come to you too. They have issues with insomnia. Who doesn't today with everything that's going on in the world in the last two years um, of the pandemic? But uh, in any event, what, um, in your experience, do you find related to the evidence and uh, how cannabinoids might help patients that have insomnia? Yes. So the evidence base for cannabis and insomnia is really, really small. And most of it doesn't even look at patients who just have chronic insomnia disorder. It's actually been done more. Um, more of the evidence looks at patients who have other conditions like MS, neuropathic pain, and then looked at how they were sleeping as secondary outcomes. But there is some data to suggest that THC at really low doses might help people fall asleep. It also might increase their slow wave sleep and their total sleep time, which is the amount of time that someone is asleep throughout the night. So on the other hand though, high doses can cause a whole lot of sleep disturbances. So with the THC, it's always important to start very low um, and try to discourage people from going to higher doses. Yeah, and it's interesting um, with THC, and I know that um, that's some of the work that they've been looking at uh, with PTSD is related to REM sleep because of the horrible nightmares that patients uh, get, you know, I guess they're flashback nightmares. So how is THC uh, affecting that? Yeah, so I can speak to the post-traumatic stress nightmares um, as well, but the theory with that is that perhaps THC can then help decrease the consolidation of those memories and fearful experiences that then pronounce themselves later throughout the night. So there was a very small study done that looked at patients who had post-traumatic stress disorder that was very difficult to treat. And they had been tried on numerous therapies. They were given a small dose of sublingual THC twice a day a max dose of five milligrams BID. And then they examined outcomes in terms of how severe the nightmares were, 
total sleep time, so on and so forth. And cannabis, uh, THC seemed to help a, a lot of the veterans there be able to stay asleep and decrease the frequency of some of, will fall asleep and decrease the frequency of some of those nightmares. Well, that's interesting. And has there been studies looking at CBD? I know that um, a lot of people have said um, that CBD at low doses can sometimes be a little bit alerting, but like, you know, THC, the biphasic nature of it, high and low doses, that they're also... um, at higher doses, CBD can maybe be a little sedating. Is there any evidence uh, for use of CBD to help with sleep? Yes. So the evidence around CBD to help with sleep does exist, but just like the evidence around THC, it's mixed. It shows very mixed outcomes, but higher doses do tend to uh, help more with sleep outcomes. Oh, that's interesting. And, you know, uh, I had listened to another webinar. Uh, Dr. Ethan Russo gives these webinars. They're very uh, educational. They cost just a little bit of money. And he was um, giving a webinar on CBG, which is one of the more minor cannabinoids. And you know how, and I'm sure you know, they're studying all these minor cannabinoids, the acid cannabinoids, and we if you think we don't have a lot of evidence on CBD and THC, we have very little evidence on these minor ones. But he was mentioning uh, that even very, very low doses of CBG have been found to help in sleep. And I wonder if you've uh, been reading anything on that or has seen anything on that with CBG. There's still not a lot of data out there. I know that. Yes. So there was a recent study came out that was a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled crossover study. And they looked at a combination of THC, CBD, and CBN. And it was sublingual, so underneath the tongue. And what's strong about this study is it's actually for treating patients with chronic insomnia. And what they found was that compared to placebo, it decreased the insomnia severity index and self-reported outcomes of sleep onset latency. So patients fell asleep about nine minutes earlier than they would have. Um, It also increased the self-reported total sleep time by over an hour. And people felt more rested when waking. So this study is, is pretty well designed. I mean, there are limitations because it's a small sample size, but it does provide us with some data that potentially cannabinoids can be used to help with chronic insomnia. Because as I said before, most of the evidence isn't for patients who have chronic insomnia. It's patients who are already having sleep difficulties, but have pre-existing conditions. Oh, that's interesting. So then uh, what, what do you tell uh, your patients or other providers um, that want to, Um, use a cannabinoid therapy for something like insomnia? Yeah, so with insomnia, super important to really assess that patient and talk to them about their sleep habits, sleep hygiene in advance, and look at the medications that they're already using and make sure that none of those are contributing to insomnia first. Because a lot of of people have sleep difficulties 
And a lot of times it can be due to other things. And the best treatment for insomnia is cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. That can be difficult to get, but just utilizing some new sleep hygiene tactics can make a big difference. I want to make sure patients aren't just adding on cannabinoids without doing all that pre-existing work around sleep. And that's what I have tend to find that a lot of people say, I can't sleep, but then they're up on their phones all night <laughs> and they are exercising before bed. If after all that has been completed, if people are still having difficulties with sleep, I would recommend using a combination cannabinoid that has a little tiny bit of THC, maybe one milligram, 2.5 milligrams of THC with CBD to temper some of the psychoactive effects from the THC. The one thing is I always make sure that I remind people you might feel a little groggy in the morning because of the half-life of THC. Um, and just really try to emphasize those good sleep habits first, though. Okay. Well, thank you. Very informative. And thank you so much for listening to Cannabis Grand Rounds. All information, material, and content on this podcast is for general informational and educational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for professional and or medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment by a qualified physician or healthcare provider. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. Cannabis Grand Rounds LLC does not offer personal health or medical advice. If you have a medical emergency, call your doctor or call 911 immediately.